This episode of Adventures in Aurelia is brought to you by Gabe and Jeff from Interparty Conflict and Chai Kai on Patreon. You can join them in supporting the show at patreon.com slash adventures in Aurelia. Hello, and welcome to Adventures in Aurelia, a podcast where five friends sit around the table and record themselves playing Dungeons and Dragons. I'm Damien, and I'm the DM. I'm Krista, and I play as Ariel, who is a divine soul sorceress. I'm Chris, and I play Rim, a human paladin. I'm Chantel, and I play Kanina, a tiefling sorceress. And I'm Caitlin, I play Tempest, a water genasi ranger. This episode, instead of our usual shout-outs, we are going to be doing our roles for hashtag MinMaxMankind. It is part of a charity drive that we are doing to raise money for the Child's Play charity. And also for the month of May, we are going to be donating all of the money that we make through our Patreon to Child's Play as well. Which means if you would like to help us in donating even more to this charity, more than what we roll throughout the month, then now would be a perfect time to decide to join our Patreon and have everything that is donated, whether it be at our dollar or five dollar tier, to the Child's Play charity. And we're going to go around the room. I'm going to start with rolling my D6 Humanity die. And I have gotten a five. Roll mine. Chris will roll his <laughs> onto the floor. <laughs> you don't get to count floor rolls. We were just that. Four. Uh, two again. I like twos. All right, I'm rolling my big old dice, and I got a one. I got a four. So if we go around again, that was what? Five plus four. Four, so 9 plus 2, 11 plus 1, 12, plus you got 4, so 16, right? And our first round was what, 19? 23. 23 on the first Wait, round? Wait, let me double check. Uh, $22, yes. 22. 23. Plus, what, 23 plus whatever I just said, but 19. still. No, that was, we were 16. So that's what, a total of $39. Almost $40. Plus our Patreon, so we'll be donating about fifty-five dollars to Child's Play this month. And our donations coming. Our first, you know, charity event as a podcast. Not bad. All right. So it has been a. Actually, do, do we want to do news before we uh, before we move into our recap? Sure. Well, they're the ones with the news. The ship is I don't know if they want to tell our audience about it. If not, I can just cut around this and no one ever hears oh. it. Chris and Chris are getting married! Yeah, he finally proposed. <laughs> After years and years and years, I finally said yes. <laughs> Wait a minute! No, here. you can't even joke about that because you said if she asked you, you'd say no. I told I her she wasn't allowed to ask. That's pretty <laughs> much allowed, the same. I was not allowed to ask him because if I told her she was, she would have proposed to be three months after I moved here, like so, yes. four years ago. <laughs> after years and years and years, Chris has finally said yes to 
engagement. <laughs> Took a long time to pay for the ring. Good luck. We, we've been doing the whole wedding planning thing for a while. We are doing that for a while. So, it has been a long time since we've played because Chris and Krista went to Disney World and left us and we haven't been able to play or record in weeks. We also, oh yeah, we did. We didn't record the week before that, did we? Or yeah, did we? and we left in like a cliffhanger type thing too. Like We left literally mid-combat. I had to redo the initiative tracker so that I could organize everything, add the new creatures to the initiative. You guys are being chased by gnolls. Yeah. I had to figure out how chase works because I don't know how chase works. It I was to fuck it up and hopefully get some emails from people to be like, well, actually, you guys are shit. <laughs> rules lawyer. We don't need no rules But no, lawyer. seriously, I've never ran chase. If we do it wrong, please email us and, and let us know what D &D we did wrong JD. and how to fix it at feedback at adventuresinarelia.com. So, recap. to recap for the listeners that listen right on time and got left on a cliffhanger with two weeks in between episodes, we wrapped up at about midday on the 21st of Bellinus. The party has all gotten on the cart and is driving off. Kanina is in the driver's seat, and Tempest had climbed up into this, well, had climbed down because she was on top. Climbed down into the seat next to her. I think you mean she was grabbed and yeah, I was I was forced. <laughs> the iron forcibly climbed down. Uh, Noel one is the person that is up next. I have carried over all of the initiative tracker information to this, and rolled initiative for these six Noles that had charged out of the woods after you guys. Rem is hanging off the back of the cart and Ariel is the only one that is inside right now. And took a buttload of damage doing one. it. Well, actually, Nina's pretty smart for trying to drive away. The sorceresses are the smart ones. So, since we are going to be initiating a chase, do we have any good chase music? No. Okay, I'll find stuff. I will I will briefly go over the <laughs> Just keep doing that. The like important <laughs> mechanics of Okay, you can't roll dice, you just gotta keep doing that. <laughs> <laughs> As the DM stares daggers. So since we I have never ran a chase before, and none of you, because you're all newbies, have played in a chase before, I decided to grab some of the most important mechanics to be able to relay them to everyone, especially because you're going to need to keep track of some of this. In are the gnolls on foot? The gnolls are on foot. So, in, in the rules of a chase, your guys' cart is the quarry, and the gnolls are the pursuers. You can take one movement and one action per turn, as per usual. You can dash three plus your con mod times without having to make any checks. After that, you will need to make a DC 10 con check or gain one level of exhaustion. But that'd be the horse, right? In your guys' specific case, I'll get to that in a bit. But yes, the horses are going... I'll just cover that now. The horses are going to be what are making this con check. And to cover the fact that there is two of them, instead of having individual rolls, I'm just going to have them make a 
um, have advantage for the single roll on the horses. What's their con? I believe it's a plus one. So they get four dashes before exhaustion starts. Yes. But they move at 40 feet, which means a dash gives them 80 feet of movement. Now, if they don't dash, they don't have to roll, right? No. Okay. Okay, so... Should we write this down, what he just said? Do we know what we have what we're supposed to do during our turn? Well, I know. I mean you're you're basically just keeping track of you can dash three plus con. I mean I don't because since Tons. we're all in the, the but wagon, you, we don't have any movement really. It's mostly oh. gonna come down. Do we still to, have actions? I'm getting there. Oh. Um the biggest important things are exhaustion levels. At level five, your speed becomes zero, so the chase is effectively ended with whoever reaches that point essentially losing the chase. In your guys' case, since the horses are the ones that are responsible for this, it will pretty much just turn into turn that chase back into a standard, mostly melee fight. At uh, the second level exhaustion, the speed of the creature is halved. So if the horses get up to level two exhaustion, they will only be able to dash for a 40 feet movement. Um, The exhaustion gained from this is removed by taking a long or short rest. Spells and attacks work as usual. So you can still make your attacks or cast a spell, which does prevent dashing, but you guys are all on a cart, so you don't need to take that dash action anyways. People active in the chase can't take opportunity attacks because even though it's all done in an initiative order, thematically what is happening is everything is moving at the same time. Um, Some of the big things for you guys that I have added is that the players on the cart may make attacks against the pursuing gnolls if they succeed a DC 15 dex save. They get advantage on the save if the land vehicle check is over 20, which since you guys are on this cart that is moving, I'm going to have a DC 10 um, land vehicle check for whoever is driving. So in this case, it'll be Kanina as long as she is driving. And this is pretty much to keep control of the horses going along the road in a straight path. Do either of you know Grease? Yeah. (laughs) What? I don't think it's a wizard spell. You cast grease behind us to be like an oil slick for the manager. Oh. You read my mind. Huh? You have a scroll of it. <laughs> that means you can attempt to cast it. She's also driving. That'll be fun. We could swap. <laughs> You're on the back of the cart, Mr. I can crawl <laughs> over the top. But essentially what is happening is I'm giving that kind of um, advantage on the deck save for the land check as Kanina doing an exceptionally good job of controlling the speeding cart because the reason for the dex check is you guys are on a cart that is charging at 80 feet per six seconds so it's bouncing around and shaking around and you guys are going to be attacking at range so it's to help help with replicate the the bouncing and jerking motions of this cart. Remind me to invent suspension. Also, I have kind of lost track of what directions we're going. I know we're going away from the knolls and the knolls run in the bushes and they're pursuing us because we were The direction that I've had in my head this whole time is that you are still going in the direction of staring. Okay, so we're still going the right way if we continue going the way that we're going. Okay. Yes. Okay. 
And I had left things off at it being one of the Knoll's turns. How far away are they from us? Uh, Knoll 1 had just gotten into its disadvantage range, and Knoll 3, who is the other Knoll, um, had been untouched and is still within range of you right now. I'm asking how far away. Like, from what? From our wagon? From our wagon. Um, they're like a hundred and something feet away. Okay, that would not be in range for what I was asking, which is why I was asking a distance. Yeah, because um, having disadvantage will be at least 150 feet. Because I think what it was, was they were like 60 feet away. The cart moves at 80 feet, which would put it at, oh, 140 feet. So it would still be in range for one last attack. 140 feet away. Okay. And the other knoll is going to be like 70 feet away at this point. Okay, so the because it was it was further up, and then right. all of the charging knolls are going to be about 100 feet behind. Okay, but the closest one is that is 70 feet because he was one of the archers that was further up the road. So I'm going to go ahead and have this last knoll make a rain a longbow attack at Rem, who's hanging off the back of the cart. That's pretty good. 19 plus his 3, so I'm guessing the 22 is going to hit. Yep. And they are at die 8. Uh, for 3 damage. Okay. Oh, and I think I had originally said that the gnolls that are on feet had, or on foot had, that were charging out had spears, which they do not. They have short swords. After that is going to be one of the other gnolls that had just joined the fray, who is going to run, going to go ahead and use all of his movement to run 90 feet up to the cart. But after that one, who is now only about 10, 160, no, 140, so about 50 feet behind Rem. Their movement speed is 45? No. But he moved 90 feet. Yes, he did. He basically, what has happened is this knoll breaks out of the forest on all fours and is charging at this cart. Okay. And it is your turn. So you have one that is only 50 feet away from you. And I'm hanging on the back of this cart. Yep. How long? 50 feet? 50 feet. You can't stack this actually it's a dex check so if you fail your dex check instead of saying you can't make an attack the attack will probably just be at disadvantage which won't stack anyways all right um i am going to attempt to climb over the top of the cart all right go ahead and make a athletics check Oh, that was sad. Ten. Ten? You went <laughs> eighteen four. So Rem, who is hanging onto the back of this cart as it's starting to pick up speed and, and fly away, reaches up to the top of the cart to pull himself up. His hand slips, and he catches himself right on like the handle at the back, 
pulls himself back up and takes both hands and pulls himself up on top of the cart and starts kind of crawling along the top of this. Mm-hmm. That's going to be my move. That'll be your move? Yeah. You going to do anything with your action? I mean, I can't really do much. Um, because I'm pretty sure I used all of that. And we only have one spell left, so I'm going to hold on to it for now. Okay. Well, hang on, let me read my thing real quick. Nope, that's all I do. Okay. Two more of these other gnolls run out, all fours, and charge 90 feet up to the cart. So placing them pretty much, they're pretty much neck and neck with this this knoll that was already out there. And that'll bring it around to Ariel's turn. I'm going to, Ariel's going to firebolt whatever one is closest to the wagon. So do I do the dex save? Yes, you're going to do a dex save, especially since for you, you are inside this cart. So you're going to have to like, probably, there's probably a window in the back. Yeah. That you would be able to slide. I don't think that I we I think the window is already open because I was the front. I was shooting out it before. No, you were Those were off the to door. the side. Okay. Now you've you've they're they're behind you now, whereas before they were off to your side. At least the side of the cart. Did we determine that? Okay. This was well, if not- if there is no window in the back, I imagine that she would probably like move her body out and lean out to do something. So go ahead and make your your deck save. Fourteen plus. Chris is using her fancy new die. Yes, they're heavy. I'm gonna edit out Saving a lot of dice rolls. Okay, so 17. 17 is that that beats that DC 15. So you'll be able to make your your decks or your attack as normal. So now I roll attack. Yeah. Yes. 22. 22 will hit. Cool. And then so then I roll. I haven't done a firebolt in forever. Like the D10. last time we played. That is a 3. <laughs> Starting off strong. Well, I went from two to three. And you've singed him. You have. You've, you've, you've shot your little fireball, your finger gun out the out the back window at one of these charging knolls and just hit it in the shoulder. And there's this little puff of smoke. And he un, unyielding keeps charging towards you guys. I'd say with, with my movement, can I hop back in the window? <laughs> Yeah. Okay. That's what she does. She sees that she only singed it. It's like, damn it! Reloading. A third one of these gnolls with a short sword comes charging out from the woods. Nobody has caltrops, do they? No. Why would we have caltrops? Rogues get caltrops. There is no rogues here. Uh, Kanina, you are up next. So go ahead and make that that land vehicle check, unless you wanna wanna let things go into chaos. <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> well, she is chaotic good. <laughs> but anyways, good, good. <laughs> Be determined. <Chaotic> okay. Good. <laughs> All right. Um. What do I roll again? <laughs> Sorry. 
you are going to roll... Dexy. No, she's driving. So Kanina will be rolling a land vehicle check, which is just going to be your D20 plus proficiency if you have the land vehicle proficiency. I do. I don't know where my stuff is. <laughs> well, proficiency is two, so is just it? roll okay. a D20 plus two. Okay. It's up at the very top. Uh, 18. 18. Very nice. Is that 18 with your modifier? Yes. Okay. I rolled a 16. And then you get to choose if we dash, turn. Yes, you are in control of the horses. So what would you like to, to do with a cart on this turn? 80 feet. <laughs> Just keep going forward. Well, I was going to say, Kenny is probably going to shout back, well, everyone's on board, right? How far are they behind no. us? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> All right, so yeah, Kanina will probably kind of just like whip the reins a little bit and yeah, dashes forward. <laughs> All right, so that'll be another 80 feet forward. For the sake of keeping things relatively in order, after now that we've cottoned back up to the cart. Mm hmm. I'm going to basically have the initiative broken up into two parts, which will be your guys' part and mm -hmm. then the Knoll's part. Oh. So the beginning of the turn will be actions for everyone, and then the end of the turn will be deciding what to do with the cart. Okay. And uh, do I still have my bonus action? Yes. Can I take a healing potion, please? Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> Roll a dex check to see if you drop the bottle. Alright. Yes, this is splashing. <laughs> splash, splash, splash. Most of it is all over her instead of in her mouth. You told me it was Close sticky. Enough. Absorbing through the skin, absorbing through the skin. <laughs> Do have open wounds. <laughs> yeah, dropped it. You, yeah, you, you dropped it. It's gone. <laughs> there it goes! Nina Mama. just dropped her dice. <laughs> Wait, that's a good idea. Break the glass on the ground. <laughs> and then roll in it. Okay. I was saying behind us for the gnolls to run through. Three. Three. All right, so. You heal two. <laughs> so essentially what's going to happen is these six gnolls that are chasing you guys are all going to be grouped up. They were 50 feet behind, so they will end up 40 feet behind. No, they're gonna yeah, because they, they gain 10. 10 feet every time. So they're 40 feet behind us now? Yeah, they will be 40 feet behind you guys. Um, Rem on top would notice that it is only the six of them that have taken this fast pursuit. Um, go ahead and roll perception. Um, 16. So you'll notice that the other two gnolls, the one that have been firing the longbows from the trees, have dipped appeared dipped back and disappeared into dipped appeared yep dipped appeared <laughs> so basically these six have taken over this pursuit while the rest of them have gone back into the forest behind I'll go ahead and take them off of the initiative tracker for now so you have this cart you've got 40 feet between you guys and the knolls that are pursuing there is a pack of six of them right behind you um, going in order of everyone will be Tempest first. 
Okay, as a bonus action, I am going to use my Slayer's Prey ability to focus my ire on one foe within 60 feet. Yeah, I'm looking around around the cart. You hadn't said that part. You were just poking my head. From from the driver's seat going the other direction. Poking my head out around the corner of the cart. Uh, wait, we established that these are not Oregon Trail style covered wagons, right? Yeah, it's like it's, it's more wooden, like a. It's a wooden. Darn, because you could see straight through those. Yeah. <laughs> also, I wouldn't be climbing across the top of that. Yeah, you were on top of it. Good. <laughs> Good. These are more like stagecoaches. Yeah. It's it's a cheaper carriage, basically. It's kind of a cart with a shed on it. Okay. Uh. <laughs> Not not a rusty nipple. No, it is not a, a bronze rusty nipple. <laughs> um. Misty RP. Yeah. Right. Um. So, uh, using my Slayer's prey, I get to pick one foe within sixty feet, and I do an extra one d six. All on my right. first attack each turn on them. So I'm nice. going to pick the one that's like in the middle of the pack, like front and center. Are you going to pick the one that is singed or are you going to pick one of the other ones? Because uh... you'd probably see a little bit of smoke just trailing off of one towards the center of the pack. I'll aim for that one. Focus fire. All right. The one giving smoke signals. All right, and I'm going to shoot it with my longbow. All right, start with your dex check. I was going to say you're going to make me roll a dex check because I'm the one that brought those up while we were in the car earlier today. I had already thought of it. (laughs) Okay, that's a natty 18, so I... No problem. My dex is plus three, so a 21. Yeah, it's almost almost like Tempest, especially coming from someone that has been on a boat so long, just already has her knees... (laughs) <laughs> I've got like, well, not even that. I'm, I've got like my legs hooked around something that you didn't even realize you could do that too. And I'm just like hanging off the side. <laughs> what? Nothing. What? Just imagining this. That was a weird look. <laughs> How much damage did you do? Hasn't done it yet. Okay. She hasn't even hit yet. She's managed to hang off the side of the cart. Ah. All this epicness and she's going to fire off to the left. <laughs> I'm Things happen when I'm typing. <laughs> 16 to hit? A 16 will hit. Okay. You hit um, him in the smoking spot. Nine damage. Nine damage. That's yeah, with the extra I only, six? Yeah. I rolled a D6. one. Oh. I did a one on my D8, and then I have a plus three, but I rolled a five on my extra one D6. Wait, what? Four and nine? Mm-hmm. No, four and five is nine. Four and five. Oh. Nine. You a said nine on a D6. Five. You said I was like, wait, what? I rolled a five on my D6. And four, so nine. So yeah, basically Tempest knows that, that they've got to do something about these gnolls that are chasing them down. Grabs her longbow, pulls out an arrow, stands up onto the back of the cart, draws back, sights in on the one that's got just a little bit of smoke coming off of his shoulder like focuses her her ire against this creature 
releases the arrow, and it just flies dead straight right over the top of Rem's head and sinks into this knoll. It flinches a little bit. You, you see kind of like one of its its four paws raise up, and it takes a couple steps to get it back under it and keep keep running. After Tempest, it is going to be... Still not dead? Rem's turn. It, it had only taken three damage before. So I will continue my slow climb to the front. Just scoot across top. <laughs> what are you gonna? What are you gonna do when you get up there? Because there's only room for two on the front. I'm gonna try to switch places with Nina. But she's driving. I could drive. Oh, we're all gonna die. You're all gonna die. Because she can shoot fireballs at them. <laughs> I can't really do much. And I don't. Go ahead and hold the reins too. Well. Well, I don't. I can't see behind me. I'm gonna be driving like. She's hey using. Guys. She's using her action to. You really want to see that happen? Cause it can happen, but yeah, it's, like, it's not gonna be pretty. It's like when you when you're driving and you look at something and you start yeah, you turning start turning. Yeah, that would be Kanina for sure, cause she'd be so into it, and then she'd probably forget to hold on to the reins and be like, bam, bam, bam. Oh wait, where are we? Oh, there's a cliff. Hi, go- ah! <laughs> the cart starts turning, and suddenly. I, I like how we're that pursuing just whole, the knolls now. Out. <laughs> Circle. <laughs> Who's chasing who now, you you hyena bastards? <laughs> so Rem's just gonna spend his whole turn getting up to Kanina. Trying to, yeah. Well, you'd be. I mean, you've got plenty of movement to. Well, I didn't to know if you were gonna there. roll for crawling across the top of this moving vehicle. No, mm-hmm. you've got plenty of movement that, that you can crawl. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm gonna crawl up to the front and be like, Nina, swap with me. Huh? What? Okay, you got it. <laughs> Let's see. So basically, how... I'm just gonna have like her jump up or off, and I'm gonna jump in her place. So probably what happens, I'm you going shoves to... me out of the car. <laughs> <laughs> Switch with me. <laughs> <laughs> ha! <laughs> so, Kanina, go roll. ahead and roll me another ride check for <laughs> kind of passing the reins up. And Rem, roll me just a dex save. So I'm rolling just a dex check? Or yeah, a dex save? A dex save. Five. Eleven. Eleven. Well, Rem Kanina is able to keep the cart straight while she hands <laughs> the reins up to Rem and starts to climb around him. But as she, like, stands and pushes herself up, I fall Rem fumbles off, fumbles the reins, and they they slip down. Tempest, go ahead and roll a athle- uh, an acrobatics check. Is that dex based? Acrobatics. Uh, fall on top of you. Yes. Yeah. Then acrobatics. It's gonna fall on top of you, right on top of your arrow. <laughs> Sticking up your arm. Another one. <laughs> Five. Tempest's God. reflexes aren't quick enough to grab it, so the reins like fall down and are kind of dragging into the bottom like dragging where the rigging is but Kanina is able to make her way up to the top of the cart while Rem like thumps down into the seat next to Tempest but on the next check that Rem's going to be making there's nothing steering the cart and this is going to be what the second round of dashing so there's two rounds left before things start getting hinky with the horses um Kanina since you traded off why don't you hand the uh the stats for the horse off to Rem very well horsey 
the fierce beast. Even though really all that's a horse. (laughs) (laughs) Fierce beastie. (laughs) I was telling her what nice things he has. (laughs) I love I love some of D and D Beyond, but they could do some things to make printing stat blocks a little bit better. Mm -hmm. Not have a griffin as a horse. (laughs) That's just their default beast. But really, the only important thing is going to be that con plus one, because you're going to be making some con con saves for the horse here in a bit. Oh boy. At least oh, you have land vehicles. Because it's, it's running. Yeah, it's dashing. It's so it's got tired. two rounds left before it's going to start getting tired. Um, 40 feet. So it's it's going to be Rem's turn to, to try and grab these reins up. My turn? Just okay. just to try and grab the reins up. Because it's the to, end of... I'm going to wait. use my war pick as a hook to grab these reins. Because Ariel already got her action for this, right? No. For this round? Okay. Ariel will make her action first. I skipped over you when I was going down my wrist. It's okay. And Nina. Well, Nina I'm... was... Her action oh. was the, the cart. Oh, going up onto the roof? And driving, driving the oh. cart and oh, yeah. getting onto the roof. Ah. Stop. <laughs> uh, Ariel's going to Guiding Bolt. Which one? Uh... There's three. You've got, you've got two. No, there's six. There's two options. You got Smoldery Boy, and you got the rest of them, with an arrow like sticking out of its front shoulder. I'd aim for somebody. Else. One that's close, but uh, hasn't all been hit yet. In a line. She said right. one that hasn't been hit. So one that hasn't been hit. Yeah. Okay. So first the deck save, right? Yes. I rolled exactly the same thing as before. Seventeen. Okay. Oh, and then. Wait, what does it say? Make sure I do this right. Yes, range, spell attack. 19. 19 is more than enough to hit. Okay, and then so now I need... I need three more d6s, please. You have, <laughs> I have so to, many dice! I didn't get out a lot. I don't like one of these. I got one you Beggars need. choosers. <laughs> 14... 14 points. It's going to with that amount. So it's taken more damage than the other one. Yes, it has in, in one attack because she's using her first level spells. And it's glowing. Yeah, I Yes, figured. and now there is yeah, advantage it is on, on... Basically, you've got four of them that haven't been touched, one that is, is singed with an arrow sticking out of it, and one that is glowing. Yeah. And next turn to attack it is advantage. Until your turn. Until, yeah. So it has to be before she goes. Yeah. All right, so the cart is going... The end of my next turn, so I can get advantage on it, too. So the cart is going to continue its running and gain another 80 feet, while these creatures gain another 90 feet. Putting 30 feet behind. Yes. Closing that gap. This has got to be a little bit terrifying for the people that can actually see what's going on. <laughs> as these six hyena men are just relentlessly, very quickly, outpacing horses, are chasing you guys down. Alright, so Rem, go ahead and take your chance to grab these reins. What am I rolling? 
don't fucking know. Uh, roll me a d20. Try and get higher than a 10. No adding. 15. Okay. <laughs> like, there's no rules for, for hooking onto a rain with a war pick. Let's make it a dex check. Or land vehicle proficiency. <laughs> so, having grabbed the reins, go ahead and make your, uh, basically your... Your land vehicle check to stay in control. So that's the vehicles plus two? Yeah, if you've got proficiency for land so vehicles. 13. A 13. 13 is enough to keep this, this cart following the road. You've got a little Ouch. bit of help from the horses that naturally want to stay onto the road. So all you've got to do is kind of kind of just hang on to them. So in this round, I'm going to actually remember to do things in order. Ariel, it is uh, your turn. Again? Like I said, I I had you so out she goes of order first. I had her out of order last time. Whoops. Okay. So. But then, how does the guiding bolt work? Yeah. I'll just let let it roll over till next turn. I mean, if if she hits, then it'll still count. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I mean, like for everybody else. It would be whoever hits first, anyways. I'm gonna guiding bolt at that okay. same one again, I guess. Then. Okay. Oh wait. No. Don't Guiding Bolt Guiding Bolt lasts until her... The end of her turn. The end of her next turn. Yeah. So, because she's... It only lasts for the first thing that hits. Yeah. It's not advantage for her. Yes, but it would also disappear technically now as she finishes this turn. Yeah, I'll let it fall through through the round. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Well, I don't want to Guiding Bolt something that already has advantage. That would be... I would just... I would just either attack it with something else or... Use your fire bolt on the smoldering guy again. Or the other guy that. Or no. any of them. Yeah. I'm gonna use frostbite! Because that's 60 feet and they're 30 feet. Yep. So I have to do a dexterity first, though, right? Yes. Even though it's a constitution save type thing? That's for them. This is so you can even. Um, read me the spell. Uh, you cause numbing frost to form on one creature that you can see within range. The target must no, make... No, I'm not going to do a deck save on that because it's just, you can see it. Okay. So... You're, you're not, you, you don't really have to aim at it, you just have to see it in this case. Yeah. I'm going, so I'm going to do a, uh, frostbite on the one with the arrow. The one with the arrow, and you said it's a uh, con save? Yeah. What's your DC? That's going to be a 14. Yeah, you beat me. On its con save? Yep. Does anything happen on a successful save? Nope, just on a fail save. Okay. This, is that a cantrip? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's why. Yeah. All right, um... After Ariel is Kanina's turn, up on top of this cart. Finally, <laughs> yes. and one of them has one of them. You get advantage on. Well, <clears throat> to start, I'm gonna cast Mantle of Flame as my bonus action. <laughs> You're gonna light the cart on fire. Yes. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> no. what? It doesn't do anything except for people who um attack me. Doesn't it make you on fire? It says magically wreathe yourself in swirling fire, and my eyes glow. But it doesn't say that I catch anything on fire. Okay. How do you want to rule magic that? Fire. It's magic flames. Think things are gonna happen, but go ahead and do it. Flavor fire. 
I'm not going to burn the cart to the ground while you're moving. While we're moving. <laughs> <laughs> How long does that last for? Is it a minute? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yes. Yeah, so, so Mantle of Fame. So she's kind of kind of like keeping hold of the cart, you know, she'll kind of lean herself up so she can get a good, you know, aim on those guys. And then she, um, she's going to try to intimidate them. And basically as she casts this mantle, the flame on herself causes herself the glow and her eyes to glow. And she'll just be like, turn back now or you'll suffer for it. <laughs> can I will for intimidate? You can. Pretty much. She's the Olympic torch. Can I use my DM inspiration, please? <laughs> Plus. Does she get any advantage for being on fire? Uh, 15 for intimidation. Okay. Is the mantle of fire a bonus action, or is it a full action? It's a bonus action. Okay. Hence so why I did it first. Yep, so you still get an action. Okay. So then I would like to cast... Uh, Agonazar's Scorcher. All right. I have no idea what this does, so go ahead and read that spell. <laughs> that was oh. such a great Nina like, giggle. Yeah, Nina on the back of the car just... <laughs> Pretty much. I get to use this spell finally. <laughs> I've been waiting to use this spell for forever. Alright, so Agonizar's Scorcher. Uh, a line of roaring flame, 30 feet long and 5 feet wide, emanates from you in a direction you choose. Each creature in the line must make a dex saving throw. A creature takes 3d8 fire damage on a failed save or half as much damage on a successful one. And plus, I also. What's because the range on it? Uh, da, 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 uh, 30 feet. 30 feet. Oh, they're perfect. They're you're mm-hmm. like right, right on in the there. edge of your range. But you're <laughs> so basically to... you're yeah. making our wagon look like the DeLorean from Back to the Future. Yes. No, because I, <laughs> I don't think it has mm-hmm. to be straight. I'm imagining it's across the road. Pretty no, much. I, I was kind of. You. It does. Um, let me see. So da, 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 da. A 30 foot line emanating from you. It's a yeah, it is emanating from you in a direction you choose. So I could probably do it in a big spiral around myself in a straight line, I'm guessing, unless you say Like, as a radius. Yeah. What do you think? I think I'm gonna myself, too. Okay. It sounds to me like a ray. That's kind of what I'm wondering. Or like a flamethrower. You're like... (laughs) It says a line of roaring flames. Yeah, yeah. but but I mean, like, it doesn't... Well, that's what I'm saying, is that it's it's a... I know. I'm saying that it's a line of roaring flames for me, so that's, yeah, that's what I imagined was... Uh, spell the beginning of it. Uh... A-G-A-N-A and then Z-Z-A-R So from my reading of it, I think it's supposed to be a straight line coming out from you. Mm -hmm. So yes, it would be kind of like the DeLorean image. So it would only currently strike one of them. Just in case that that changes whether or not you want to use it. Um, I, I, I would like to do distant spell. Where are we? I don't know how distant spell works. <laughs> it doubles the range. It yeah, doubles. It yeah. doubles the range, but is that an action or a spell itself? You just add it. Or do I just add it? But then? that would just make it. It's 60 when you feet cast long. the spell. Yeah. So it happens when you cast your spell. It doesn't so you get a count as like line. an action. Okay. Anything. 
And it just costs a spell point. Okay. Yeah, one spell point. So one would I be hitting multiples point. if I did double the range? Mm-mm. No, because they're all spread out. They're all like in a line behind us. In a spread out line. Yeah, because they're basically you're you get to shoot it this way, but they're standing like this, yeah. so it would kind of tee through them. perpendicular. That's why I was curious on the wording of the spell because originally I thought that you just got to lay a line in front of them and you'd hit all of them. That'd be like fire, which would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Next level, you would just be able to do fireball on yeah. them all. Boom! Mm-hmm. But that also might be worth saving until they all catch up and you just go line of fire, get to the side. I'm guessing they're not within five feet of each other. They are within five feet of each other. They're like basically shoulder to shoulder. All right, fine. I'll they're cast. basically a pack of wild man dogs. So like, it's like a 30 foot long line left to right of you. You also have to imagine Kanina's just getting on top of the wagon and seeing them for the first time for and where they are. screaming at them as she's on fire. Pretty much. <laughs> Alright, uh, well that's what this plans anyways. Um. Seemingly short sword wielding hyena men. On all fours. So they're holding a short sword. Alright. Right. Got fours. the short sword like. I'm gonna go ahead and cast acid splash. Acid splash. Ooh. So it's a uh, range of 60 feet. Yep, plenty um, of range to hit him. Okay. Yeah, so I hurl a bullet of acid. I choose one creature within range or choose two creatures within range that are within five feet of each other. So I'd like to hit them if they're close to each Ooh, other, please. Which Ooh. ones would you like to hit? You've got the uh, glowing one. You've got the glowing one, which has advantage on it. Mm-hmm. You've got a uh, smoldering. Mm-hmm. And the smoldering one. Which four others. Which, with how spaced out they are, they would not be next to each other. Okay, I'll do the two that are next to each other, the two that have been damaged then, I guess. Uh, which one would you choose? Uh, I suppose which the glowy one. Both. Well, they're they're not within five feet of each other. There's one in between the two of them. Oh, well, I want to get two that are next to each other so I can do yeah. multiple damage. So um, I'll go for the glowy one, I suppose. The glowy one? Okay. Glowy beacon. <laughs> do you get to pick just one other that's within five feet? Oh. I think so. Or what if there's a one on each one side cre- of them? Yeah, Harlow Bubble Lotha, choose uh, or choose two creatures within okay. range that are within five feet of each other. Okay. okay. So Tar- the glowy one plus one of the undamaged ones. Yeah. Is that you should have to roll rage deck twice? You get, you get advantage, oh. right? Well, first is the dex. Oh, yeah. oh. Dex save. Oh, right. Um... A target must succeed on a dex saving throw or take 1d6 oh, after they damage. Have a dex yeah, save. sorry. Then it's not even a roll for you, yeah. I uh, forgot about that. I don't cast this one too often. It's a good one to have. Yeah. Uh, that's a 17 on the first one. Mm-hmm. And a crit fail on the second one. Ooh. So the question I have, though, is since she technically, like, an attack would have an advantage, if you're doing a dex save, I mean, this is like a house rule type thing, would you give that one a disadvantage roll? No. Just like, unfortunately, a crit fail doesn't do anything to a uh, save spell either. Yeah. But that is still the one that wasn't hit is going to take however much damage it takes. Oh, right. Damage. <laughs> okay. Uh, damage is... Uh, what do you say? The giant. Come on, Big Red. Yes! Yes! Was that a six? Yes. A six. Mm-hmm. Do you take anything else? 
It's because you named uh, it Big no, Red. Can trip. <laughs> it's not fire damage, so I don't get to add bonuses. I could have called Aww. it Clifford. I don't think we would appreciate That's it. That's what my dad calls his truck. Clifford? His truck? Clifford the Big Red Truck. Well, this is Clifford the Big Red Dice. Or die, I guess. I happily watched Clifford. Do they have anything happen to them because they're intimidated? Yeah, she did just scream at them and then bubble acid one. Are they even intimidated? <laughs> no. Dang it! There, there's some very specific reasons behind the lore for Knowles on why they're not. Mm-hmm. But it is Tempest's turn. Timothy never works out. Well, for for some behind-the-screen information, the Knowles kind of thing is relentless hunger. Mm-hmm. They, they, they relentlessly pursue their prey. From Scooby Snacks. Okay, Tempest is still hanging over the side of the cart, looking around behind it, and she is going to shoot the same one as last time. Smolder. So the smoldery one. Smoldery one, because I still have my Slayer's Prey yep, mark on it. it. You have chosen him. I have chosen and, him. And glowy. Huh? You've got Smolder and Glowy. Yep. Do I have it's to like do Mulder a dex? Scully. You do have to do your dex. Maybe that's why. Um, Dex, save or check. Uh, Dex save would be sixteen. Sixteen. All right, that is enough to to be able to take your attack as normal. That's uh, nineteen to hit. Nineteen hits. Ooh. Almost max damage. Um, Did you add the plus six? Yeah, I, I rolled six, my extra not just D6. plus six. Plus D6. Let's make it so sure. So that's eight, nine, ten, eleven, sixteen points of damage. Sixteen points of damage. So basically, Tempest, who had already sighted this one, like this whole time, has not let her eyes leave this one, no matter what has been happening around it. Didn't even blink narrows her eyes just a little bit draws another arrow back and it flies right into this thing's skull and it it like lurches over itself tumbles over and is left behind by the rest of its companions who in the thematic like movie style scene of this are chasing after and they merge and bring their rank in one like one filling, closer together, filling in the gap that was just left. Like they don't even notice that it's, he's it's, down and Yeah, it's it's less of a not noticing and more of a just whatever prey get. Mm-hmm. We'll eat him later. <laughs> Alright. Meets back on the menu, boys. Which will bring us through everyone's turn to the end of the round. So that'll be, unfortunately, the the glow on that, that first one is going to dissipate and fade away. And Rem, you get to try and drive this cart. Ha, mule, ha! Four. <laughs> A four on your, on your drive check. Yeah. All do right. you have inspiration? Do you add anything? 
proficiency? That was with proficiency. Oh, crap. Mm -hmm. Do you have inspiration? Everyone has inspiration. I can use my inspiration. That might be a good thing to use inspiration on. Hey, look, Cliff! <laughs> Seven. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so, yeah, Rem, who, who so confident in his driving abilities had taken over the driver's seat, starts veering off the side of the road with these guys the 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 like side side of the cart starting to hit the the edge of the road starting to vibrate violently kanina dang it rem can you drive <laughs> go ahead and roll a I'm dexterity still putting away saving things throw. i picked him up off the ground i thought you knew how to drive i thought it was a bad idea to let you have the reins after you almost ran over those people in the city <laughs> what people <laughs> Alright, uh, so what do I do? Dex. Dex. Okay, right, because I'm on the roof. Oh, this is going to be fun. And this should be the last turn that these guys can dash the third <laughs> one. I, I'm counting it as the fourth one. As as this one resolves, this will be the last the Natty 20. One. A nat 20 Natty to hold 20. That's She's not even anything. So it's like, it's like it lurches. <laughs> it's like this cart hits the edge, starts vibrating, lurches to the side a little bit, mm -hmm. and... Kenina, like without even blinking, just reaches to the opposite side, grabs on. You already said you yell at Ram, just like, God damn it, Ram, keep on the road. What? Now roll another one on your attack. But yeah, on on this dash, it is the last one that the horses can do without making a check. Mm hmm they can still keep going, but they just have to start making it. Do the horses have a DM inspiration? <laughs> <laughs> no, they do not. Oh. But I believe I said they get advantage because of the fact that there There's are two, two of them. them. Mm -hmm. Princess, run. Don't call him that. <laughs> but yeah, as, as this cart's starting to shake a little bit more... The, the knolls are now within 20 feet of the cart. Mm -hmm. I just like the fact that Nina has her iron grip on the top of the roof. <laughs> and that will with go into the, <laughs> the next round with Ariel leading the, leading the charge. Alrighty. Ariel is going to... We don't know if they can speak common, do we? You could try yelling at them. I tried it. They didn't seem anything. Yeah, I noticed that they didn't say anything. They, they are dog people. Us. They don't care. Uh, it doesn't matter. I don't need them to speak back. I just was wondering if they would be able to understand common. Uh, so I'm going to guiding bolt at a second level, which means that I get an extra dice if I hit. Hit. Yeah. So are you going for one of the undamaged ones then? Yep. Okay. So first is my dex check. And I rolled nine plus twelve. That's not enough, but that just means that you're rolling the attack itself at disadvantage. Which I'll remind you that the advantage from inspiration would cancel out to a single roll if you think it's worth it. You could roll first to see. Well, because I also have something that I can use once per long rest. Might want to see. That is for missing with my attack. Well, roll and see what happens. Yeah, I'm going to um, 
use my inspiration <laughs> to roll. It wouldn't have. It would have been close probably, but I don't think it would have hit. And I can't say what it would have been. Cause Six, can, you can still say. He just can't tell you if it would hit or not. Uh, 12. Okay. Yeah, so. I'm using my inspiration. Well, that that still would have been the one roll. Because what? it was going to be a disadvantage. It's a disadvantage for failing the deck so, save, so you'd roll twice and take the lower. So by using your inspiration rather than rolling at a disadvantage, you're just rolling the ones. Or you, well, she also has an ability that if she rolls and doesn't like it, she can rechange her roll. No, I can roll 2d4 and add it to the bad roll that I had. You do that. A 12 plus 2d4 might hit. What so is you, that from? You either I use am that. favored by the gods. I can oh. do it once per long rest. Mm-hmm. You either do that or you take the 12 that you just rolled. Well, no, I would take the 12 and I, I would Yeah, take, or you yeah. could roll again to see if you got lower than a 12. And then do your 4. I rolled my second time and I got higher than a 12. Okay, so... So I can't use that. You use the... Yeah, you're using the 12. You're not using right. your DM inspiration. And now you can roll the 2 you'd save your add. You'd save your inspiration, but you can choose to either take the 12 to potentially miss or choose your favored by the gods to add increase your 12. I'm gonna use my favored by the gods. Okay. So, 1d4 plus now 14 and now that is 17. Alright, that'll hit. Okay. So, guiding bolt! And I get to do higher level. 5 of the 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. <laughs> Try to hand her dice. You didn't last time. I don't want your dice. You just want to roll a fistful of dice. So much fun. 13 points again. Only 13. <laughs> With five oh, dice. With five dice. <laughs> How many once was that? Three. <laughs> so you said 13 points. Uh-huh. Two fives and three ones. That will leave it at that. And now it is, but it is glowing and just took 13 points of damage. I like to make them there glow. There are still two that have yet to be hit, but there is also one that is dead. Which which one died? The one that the I one that you the one that, the one was that I smoldery killed. that you yeah that you had okay. focused your ability. And then on. there's another one that's glowing that took 13 damage. There's another one that took. Three acid damage? Six. Six acid damage. And now there's another one that took 13 damage and is gone. I think. I don't know how I've been spelling it this whole time, but how do you spell null? G-N-O-L. Oh, good. I got it right. <laughs> like gnome. Yeah. That's what Af- I thought, but I was just like... Mm. It's a Af- gnome. Ariel is going to be Kanina up on top of the... Uh, up on top of the cart. Go ahead and skip that dex roll because of that crit on your... <laughs> on your nice. <laughs> Alrighty. Let's see. I am gonna go ahead and cast Firebolt. At which one? <sighs> you have two that haven't been hit, one that is glowy, and two others that have been hit, one of which has taken a significant amount of damage and one that hasn't taken much. Start killing the field because we're gonna start losing ground soon. This is the last free dash we have. Yeah. If Not we much don't I can dash do. again, they're ca- they've caught up to us. 
I don't have much I can do on. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, kill off the ones that have taken the most damage, so that if they do catch up to us, there's less of them. I'm working on it. I have to hit him first. Is this Rem <laughs> yelling? Even though he can't see the back. <laughs> no, this is Chris. <laughs> I mean, Rem could probably just be like, "Kill him! We're, kill him we're going off. off the side, guys." The horses are slowing down. Keep him steady. I'll try to kill him off. Um. Be no, nice no, no, no. to Princess. That's not his name. He's beautiful! He's a beautiful princess stallion. Okay, yeah, so I'll go ahead and cast Firebolt. Are you casting at the glowy one? Yeah. The glowy one? You get advantage. Ooh. <laughs> Roll for a crit! I don't think it was That's a crit. Yeah, that didn't look happy. At least not the kind of crit you wanted. I rolled lower the second hand. No. Is it the first person that rolls advantage, or does it? Do they get advantage till someone hits, or your first, turn? First targeted attack gets advantage, and then the glove fades. Okay, so that would be eleven. Eleven is not going to be enough to hit. Yeah. So Kanina's launching off this firebolt, and yeah. probably mistimes how how far she thinks they're going to run before it hits, and it hits a little bit in front of them. They run right over the, the patch of burnt ground. After Kanina's turn is Tempest. Once Does that again. mean the glowiness has gone away? I believe that's that's what Chris said. Is once yeah. someone makes the attack. Yeah. Uh, on the next attack roll made against. Yeah. So are we making dex checks or dex saves? Dex saves. Okay. Um, and then question about the Slayer's Prey. Is it like Hunter's Mark where once one dies, it transfers to a different one? I don't know. You know this. It doesn't say, like, it just says this benefit lasts until you finish a short or long rest. It ends early if you designate a different creature. Um, it's sound. It sounds like it, because it's a bonus action to choose it. And I think it's a bonus action to transfer the Hunter's Mark. So it's probably, yeah, I think it's probably assumed that you just use your bonus action to transfer, to start it again, basically. Okay. So I will use, well, yeah, I'll use my bonus action to target whichever one is looking the worst okay. now. That was the glowy one. You've, like, seen the glow fade, but you can see, like, like it's, it's... Actually, they already look pretty gross, but it looks a little <laughs> grosser than normal. And that's a 17 for my dex save. Okay. Ooh, that's not good. Um, an 8 to hit. An 8 does not hit. Darn. Is that the end of the round? Uh, Rem basically caps the round, but yes. Okay, well, Rem, take your action, and then at the end of the round, we'll take our break. And have our fancy dessert. Uh-huh. Ten. Hey, that's uh, what you needed to to control the the horses. But that was your last free round, so you've got to make like you're you're gonna steer the horses back to the road. But you need to make a uh, a con save for them. And is it there? It's their con, right? Yep. Uh, Fourteen. Fourteen is enough to dash without taking exhaustion. And at the end of this round, the gnolls are only 10 feet behind you guys. Yikes. Who has Thunder Wave? So that is what... Nobody. No. Another 80 feet from there. It's what is their con plus? 400. 
The the gnolls? Yeah. Oh. Because when do they start taking exhaustion? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they probably have... We, we already know that they have, like, 18 hit points or something like that, which means they probably have, like, a con of plus three. All right. So, top of the round. It is Ariel's turn to fire some sort of spell out, like, like out the back of the cart, except they're, like, right there almost. They're ten feet away. Ten feet. Can I do anything cool now? Grease. Back of the car. It's okay, the motor and steering's up front. <laughs> You're drifting. It's the drift carriage. I'm gonna do poison spray, and they have to succeed on a constitution saving throw. All right, then. That's what they're good at. So I put a puff of nastiness. Uh, how what, how does it in hit? The general direction. It's they have to. No, like who, who does it hit? What's it hit? Oh, uh, who am I hitting? Uh, one that's in the middle. What's it say? That's not what he's asking. Yeah, who's it, it hitting? More than one. What? Who's it hitting? The one like does it one hit that's just in the middle. one or more than one? Just one. Okay. Is Making it sure it was like a fan. Doesn't a creature. Okay. Does it, is it hitting one that doesn't have any damage, one that has a lot of damage, or one that has medium damage? Uh, uh One that has a lot of damage. Okay. So one that is closest to death. I mean, we can feel free to re like roleplay this out if you we want to kill things, you know, that are not things. We can communicate and be like... I can't see anything. You can still yell. <laughs> I don't even know where they are. No, I didn't know where they starting. are until recently. Yes, I'm not looking anymore, though. I know. That, that I know. Is, uh, a didn't stop me from doing stuff. on its con save. It means I haven't seen nah. any of the okay. damage. I don't know where they are. So nothing. So? Nothing on a on a failed save. Mm-mm. Wait. Uh, a failed save would be damage. Yeah. It. it okay. It was. Uh, After Ariel is Kanina. Oh, Julie. So wait, they just saved against it? Yeah. Okay, because you said failed save. Yeah, that's why I got confused. (laughs) It was a successful save. Because it was 17 against my, I think, 12? Yeah, 12. What is that based on? I don't know, because I don't remember ever leveling up my con save, or or my spell save DC when we leveled, but... Which... Gotta be based you on printed something. it from D and D Beyond, right? Because that handles like because I'm pretty sure it's like ten plus proficiency plus spell modifier, but it might just be ten plus spell modifier. So minus because I know mine's mine's fifteen. No, it's just whatever your thing is. So it's ten plus spell modifier. Yeah, what's your spell modifier? Is wisdom or uh, charisma? So your just charisma's my... plus two. That's 12. Roll! I am going for the one that's the most damaged with uh, Firebolt. Firebolt! Was that your dex save first? Yeah. So dex save, plus 2, 11. 11, okay, so that'll be the attack with disadvantage. Mm-hmm. And then things get 
Alright. Thirteen. Thirteen. Oh, just barely not gonna hit. So you firebolt. Like, it's it's probably because they've gotten so close to the cart that now you're like, like instead of being out, you're like down. Um, Tempest. Can she even see him anymore? She because they're the line is so wide across, she can probably see one of them. Can I still see the one that you probably would have chosen that same one that you marked, which I can't remember which one that was. Uh, glowy one. The glowy one. Previously oh, glowy and one, and I missed. Okay, then I know which one that is. I need AOE fire spells. <laughs> You'll get there. Maybe yeah, okay. if, if we live. Here. So first things first, deck save. That's a 14. 14 going to fail that deck save. <sighs> Why are they getting harder? They're not. It's been 15 the whole time. <laughs> so disadvantage. Okay, that's not bad. 17 to hit. 17 will still hit. Okay, and I get my extra d6. Yep, because it's your special target. So, 13 damage. 13 damage, and Tempest is going to knock out another one. So there's one that is, like, charging along the, the outside edge this time. It's going to, like, probably take an arrow to its shoulder, run right through it, and it's going to, like, spin off and just... <laughs> <laughs> so how many do we have on this now? Four. Four more? Mm. One that's taken significant damage, one that's taken a little bit of damage, and two that haven't taken any damage. Tempest yes. is going to need to get arrows when we get to town. When we get to the village? Yeah. Um. So, so optimistic. Someone if, needs to. If we get to the village. Yeah, someone needs to be. All right, Rem. You're driving the cart. And they're 10 feet away? Yep. Should I turn? Serpentining. We'll just turn, like a hard turn. Circle around and barrel into them. <laughs> they're right behind <laughs> us. You can't really circle into that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they'll catch us anyway next round. The thought ran across Nina's mind when she was driving. <laughs> <laughs> we could all bail. Maybe they'd keep chasing the car. <laughs> I have invisibility. And not notice that we weren't on it. Invisibility is a thing I can do. I'm just gonna, like, wrap the reins around. I'm sure there's something to, like, tie them to. But I'm not gonna, like, drive the horses and set them slow down because I'm sure they're tired by now. Okay. I'm gonna turn around and climb up onto the top next to Nina. Draw one of my javelins and huck it at a face. I'm gonna give it to the slightly damaged one. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and roll for what these horses do then. What what would you do to the reins again? I just like tied them off. Cause they're gonna catch us anyway. There's no point in driving the horses into the ground. My deck save is fourteen. Fourteen disadvantage. On disadvantage. <laughs> I got a natty twenty and a one and a three. 
So it's a uh, nine. Nine is not going to hit. <sighs> and then I will finish my action by drawing my shield and my war pick. Okay. Prepare to be boarded. So the end of the round, then I'll take over for rolling this con save on the horse. Advantage. That is a nat 20 on its con save. So 21 is more than enough to keep on trucking on. At this point, let's see, that's another 80 feet, 520 since then, and the knolls are starting to envelop this cart. They're, they're pretty much right on the back, but they are going to take another another round to be able to start actually swarming it and trying to climb onto it. So it's like it's basically right at their grasp. Um, Rem, who's going to be a melee character, is probably is going to be able to like swing down at, at them. And we will start another round of combat. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Adventures in Aurelia. If you are liking what you hear, consider rating the show and leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. If you know someone who likes fantasy stories and think they might like the show, help them find us by showing them adventuresinarelia.com. If you'd like to support the show, you can donate to us monthly on Patreon at patreon.com slash adventuresinarelia. If you'd like to get in touch with us, there is a link to our Discord in the show notes, or you can email us at feedback at adventuresinarelia.com. Lastly, we'd like to thank the artists who provide music for us to use in the show. Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com, Tabletop Audio, Vinswep, Sirenscape, Alexander Nakarada from Serpent Sound Studios, Adrian Von Ziegler, Jamie Brace, Derek and Brandon Feichter, and Scott Buckley. You can find links to all of these wonderful artists at adventuresinarelia.com slash music. Thank you for listening. <laughs>